Welcome to Twist for the week of August 7th. This is Sarah McGann from KPMG's Washington National Tax State and Local Tax Practice. Today we're covering five developments. On the corporate income tax side, we're covering cases in Michigan and California and a recently enacted bill in New Hampshire. We're also covering sales and use tax developments in Ohio and Michigan. Recently, the Michigan Supreme Court issued a decision in seemingly never-ending litigation addressing whether and how receipts from the sale of a business should be included in the Michigan sales factor. The court concluded that income from the sale of the business was included in the tax base and that application of the statutory formula, which operated to exclude the sale from the sales factor denominator, did not result in liability that was disproportionate to the taxpayer's business activities in Michigan. The California Office of Tax Appeals, or OTA, recently ruled that property payroll and sales associated with deductible cooperative member income are not excluded from the apportionment formula. In reaching this conclusion, the OTA declined the FTB's request to defer to Legal Ruling 2006-01, in which it concluded that activities related to income that is partially or completely excluded from the measure of tax should be excluded from both the numerator and denominator of the property, payroll, and sales factors. Under recently enacted New Hampshire Senate Bill 189, effective for tax years beginning on or after January 1, 2024, a deduction will be allowed for any interest expense disallowed under Internal Revenue Code Section 163J. Conversely, an addition will be required for 163J carry forward generated in tax years commencing after January 1, 2024. In sales and use tax news, the Ohio Supreme Court recently issued its first decision addressing the expanded sales and use tax exemption for oil and gas production. The court ruled in the taxpayer's favor and held that certain pieces of equipment used in fracking were exempt from sales and use tax under the expanded exemption because they were things transferred used in the production of oil and gas. Interestingly, in reaching this conclusion, the court explicitly repudiated the traditional rule that statutes granting tax exemptions must be strictly construed against the taxpayer. Finally, the Michigan Department of Treasury recently issued a comprehensive revenue administrative bulletin, RAB 23-10, addressing the taxation of computer software, computer software service contracts, and digital goods. The new RAB replaces RAB 1999-5 and is retroactive to all tax periods open under the statute of limitations. Thank you for listening to Twist this week and stay well.